Good morning, Bart. Good morning, Vicky. We are back for lucky number 13. Um, it's not exactly lucky. <laughs> hey, it kind of goes with what our topic is, which is funny. We're, we're talking yeah, about exorcisms today. Yes. Um, we've, I, this all started with, um, like a couple weeks ago at the beginning of the year, which, which apparently, it was also not a couple weeks ago. I'm very bad at time. It was about a month ago. You got that book. Yeah, it was, it was just after the beginning of the year, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, I found a book at the library on a free cart that, uh, originally a coworker was going to use for book art and she passed it off to me, and I said, uh, let me read this. I'll bring it back to you. So the book is called Begone Satan by Reverend Carl Vogel. And it was, this is a reprint, but it was originally printed in 1935 about an exorcism of a girl who was possessed bet between... Around 16 years old, she was possessed, and she was that way until she was about 40. So 28-year possession. Yeah, and the actual, the final exorcism that this book discusses took about three weeks to finish. That is just, I, it's just crazy. I know you were telling me a little bit about what, what she went through and what ended up happening in... It's just, it's, wow. Yeah, it, she, I'm going back to the link here, because some of it I don't remember at all. The book never actually specifies what her name was. Mm -hmm. It says what her family's names were, and the de the names of the demons and spirits. Because yeah, you said but that, it no, what was that? But, uh, it, but it does say, but it never actually specifies what her name was. You, uh, most people have learned since then just through different research. Cause again, this was published in 1935. Mm -hmm. There's been a lot of time to do research. Her name was Anna Eklund, but sometimes she's been called Emma Schmidt. So it's hard to say exactly what her name may have been because there's so many discrepancies about this. Because you said that she was possessed by her father, who cursed her, and her witch aunt. Yes. And then two other demons, the demon of suicide, which I don't remember what his name was, Judas Iscari Iscariot, the, de the patron demon of suicide. And then the final demon that she was possessed by was Satan himself, apparently. Hmm. And basically, that, yeah, no, no, you said that I know we talked about her father and we said, yeah, it sounded more like the father was the one that was the witch and not the aunt. Yeah. A, a, according to the book, her father had abused her and then placed a curse on her. Her aunt Mina was a notorious witch and also a child murderer. But that was what I was really confused about because it kept consisting that she was possessed by demons, all four demons. But these two just seem to be spirits themselves, not necessarily demons. Mm -hmm. You know, the other two actually are demons. It's kind of interesting. But, exactly. Uh, this case was actually the inspiration for the Exorcist book. 
So a lot of the stuff that's in this account are really the things that have become canon for possession. That she was she constantly stank. Uh, there was a horrible stench throughout the room. She didn't eat very much. She couldn't eat very much, but she was constantly vomiting. Uh, she couldn't eat. She couldn't go anywhere near church. This was at the beginning of her possession in her teens. Uh, she couldn't go anywhere near church. She was constantly thrown back every time she went near. She any she could not eat blessed food. Uh, her family and the priests would regularly try to regularly bless food and try to give it to her, and she just couldn't eat it. She'd she'd be able to pick it up, be able to pick up immediately that it was blessed, and push it away. You said she was vomiting up like objects too, wasn't she? Yeah, she there's she would uh, regularly. Uh, tobacco leaves, which was, you know, especially wasn't anything, especially not that. It was weird that that was what was coming up. I've heard other, other like, different possessions of where that they were doing that. But it's like one of those, is that real or is that not real? Because that's just, that's just really strange. Exactly. Well, like I said, a lot of this has become canon for demon possession. Like, she... Levitated from her bed consistently. She had to be held down by very athletic nuns because she would con- she had inhuman strength. Sometimes uh, there was a couple times when during the uh, ex- during exorcisms that her entire her face and body would become would just like start puffing out. And looking infected to the point where they were worried that if they continued the exorcism, that she would die. Wow. I felt kind of bad for the kid, you know, oh, yeah. having to go through all this. Because I'm sure well, she felt it all. Oh, yeah. And for all that time. That's just insane. Now, the the copy I have, and there's a, I found an electronic copy I'm going to post on Facebook also. It's hard to say how true this account, this actual account was because it's told by a third person who wasn't there, for one. Two, the book reads half like fiction and half like a religious pamphlet. So it's hard to say the way it's read and it it has a very consistent narrative where people are talking back and forth with, with each other. So it was at some at one point I felt like I was reading a uh, triptych, and then other time where I would constantly be having you know religion forced upon me throughout the book, but then other times it just felt like I was reading a short story because it was just the demon and the priest talking back and forth to each other. That kind of goes hand in hand with the with the uh, exorcism. I mean, even when it's, you know, not just Catholic. Cause I know yeah. You could do the cleansing with many, many other religions and stuff like that. But she did, after after three weeks, um, it was about 23 days or wise. And that it took 
for the final exorcism to conclude and for all the spirits to be rid- ridden from her body. Um, at which point she basically woke up and she was never she was never possessed again. It was just all over. You said she was talking in like tongues, like Latin and stuff like that. Oh yeah, and there was at then. least there was at least four different languages she spoke at any given time. And she, this was a farm. This seemed to be, from what I could gather, it was a farm town in Iowa. So there wasn't. I mean, if she did, you know, like walk to a library or whatever, there was not. There was no way, you know, to be that educated, especially in Latin. Yeah, there's really no because. Yeah, Latin's not not really, you know, that la- the language that everyone goes to study. Even in the 30s, it was not the language that everyone said, I need to learn that. Well, that was like around World War II anyway, so people were like really poor. Exactly. Which that also kind of makes sense why it wasn't published so much later too, and why it was a third party. Yeah, well this, like, this happened in 1928, mm-hmm. and then the book was published by a German reverend in 1935 but then this book has been reprinted many times and in the it looks like uh it says it was translated by reverend celestine kapsner uh it doesn't say when it was when it was translated for to english uh but the copy that i have here was published in 1973 so in 40 years, it was still being printed. Now, I don't know if it's still being printed today. Something tells me the fact that um, it's online without anybody taking it down means that it's all it's out of copyright. So I, d- I don't know if it's actually being printed anymore. But the fact that all that time it was still copies were still going out means that obviously this impacted a lot of people. Oh, I'm sure it is because I mean we were looking at some other stories where it's still going on today. Absolutely, and this is I mean exorcisms and possessions have been going on for years, you know, long before this, and then long after. I mean, even the one that we saw that it seems to be like even more prevalent today, which you would think with all the re- different religions and stuff that that would be lessened, but it almost seems to um, increased. I don't know if that's just because of media, um, you know, because media gets around much, much faster in news than it did then, or if it was always like that. You, it's kind of hard to tell. It is. But you said that she was possessed by Satan. And... Yeah, that was the last one that it said um, that she was possessed by. And they never really knew who they were talking to at any given point. Mm-hmm. Like one day you can, one day you would have her father and... It, they get into an argument with him and then randomly, you know, the next day it's like, okay, we're back. Well, who are you? Well, it kind of seems like, but then again, when it comes to that, you don't know what, I mean, anybody, anything and anybody can pretty much say they're anything. You don't really have proof, proof of, of knowing the truth. No. So that's kind of interesting. But I mean, that's what we were talking about too. You would think that back then she would have been in a sanitarium. And I think the only reason well, they did try. They did take her to a nunnery at one point, but that was when she started 
her skin started uh, like puffing up during the exorcism there. And they were just worried that if they continued it, they said at one point her hands, her lips were as big as her hands. I guess the Kardashians would be a little jealous at that point. Yeah. But they were worried because of that. It was like, if we continue this, how far is it going to go? Is this going to kill her? Well, there's been exorcisms in the past where it's killed them. Oh, yeah. And that's partly, you know, due to being possessed and also just believing that somebody is possessed and going too far. Hmm. Interesting. And I think that's why, I think that's why some of them, sometimes we hear more about them and then sometimes we just don't hear anything. Because at one point in history, you know, if you had a mental illness, people thought you were possessed. Right, because nobody really knew exactly what was, and we're what. kind of we're, we're we acknowledge it more now and understand it. Yeah. Whereas you know, so it's no longer well. All of these people are possessed. No, there's you know, there's just some their brain is wired differently than everyone else's. Right, which we were kind of talking about that too. That it seems a lot of it is. Nowadays, could that be like chemical chemicals, you know, that's creating the chemical imbalances? Exactly. Hmm. But you said that you have a another another grouping of stories that goes along with hers. Yeah, uh, the final link the nine real life real life cases of exorcism and demonic possession, and one of them was this uh, case, but there was about seven or eight more that were similar that. Throughout history, like, we've heard, but may not have realized what they were. Because mm-hmm. a lot of these stories have been made into horror movies. Which would make sense. Yeah. And, I mean, a lot of these I've heard, you know, as a result because of, you know, different podcasts that I've listened to. It's like, oh, okay, I know that story. I'm not watching the movie, but I know that story. Yeah, because I know you and I aren't really into the whole horror but a couple of them that no. we listen to do, which a lot of the fiction is kind of based on truth. Exactly. I can't say much because I had one that I would love to make that was based on truth. Well, we've got, like I said, there's about seven or eight here. Um, it looks like in 1950s Germany, this uh, Annalise Mitchell had mental illness and suffered from epilepsy. And... In 1973, she started getting depressed and acting aggressive toward people. She rejected all religious icons, spoke of demonic visions that she was having, and was hearing voices uh, in her head. The voices were telling her her to die, which kind of fell along with the fact that she was depressed. So is the because I've heard about this also with with other other stories where they're possessed and it causes depression and as soon as the they are exercised the depression's gone. Well, it uh, her parents contacted a Catholic bishop who held who performed an exorcism or rather he authorized an exorcism. It doesn't say whether he actually did it himself. 
but they performed uh, at least 70 rituals between 75 and 76, which led up to her death. I've heard of this so, story. Yeah, the case actually, uh, in the actual case, the autopsy concluded she died of malnutrition and dehydration as a result of the exorcisms. So they weren't feeding her or giving her any, you know, fluids whatsoever. Or, well, uh, it wouldn't allow her to eat, basically. No. Her parents and the Catholic officials were convicted of manslaughter and got, but they only got six months in jail. Yeah, because I remember this one. This was the inspiration for the exorcism of Emily Rose, which I saw ages ago. I don't remember a lot about it other than it showed, like, both sides. You know, the side of the priest and her father saying she was possessed and this is what we saw versus what may have actually happened, you know, from Emily's, from Emily Rose's side, you know, what was going on in her body. Yeah. Cause I know, um, I, I remember, I remember reading on this one. This is the one that I remember the most of because, you know, she, she starved to death. Oh Yeah. And like I said, that's part of the problem with in with exorcisms and people not understanding, you know, what may actually be wrong. They say, oh, you're possessed. And they go ahead and say, we're doing an exorcism and just go too far at some, at some point. Yeah, because then you have a couple other ones that are kind of like that, too. Yeah, um, there's two cases here that were Ed and Lorraine Warren cases. And they're the ones that a lot of the recent horror movies, like The Conjuring, uh, were based on. Mm -hmm. They've got a lot of different cases. Uh, In 1974, Jack and Janet Smurl said that they had a presence, that a presence possessed their home in Pennsylvania, putting off foul-smelling odors. It threw the dog against the wall, pushed the children down the stairs, and assaulted Jack. Wow. The exorcisms were performed, but none seemed to work. And in 1986, the after many blessings of the home, the force finally just stopped altogether. It, uh According to everyone else, I guess uh, Janet claimed that it they still had some encounters in 1977 or 1987 rather. So that was yeah, that was the simple just blessing the home. It didn't, but in 1970, uh, a different family moved into a Rhode Island home, started hearing voices. Uh, and were being pulled from their beds at night. They saw the ghost of a woman who had hung herself from the bedroom ceiling, and oh, sorry, uh, the mother was regularly was constantly poked and prodded by what felt like a needle uh, when the when they wouldn't respond to the ghost of the woman who was hung, and then when they. But apparently this didn't, you know, it didn't stop them. When they said we're staying, the mother was then 
possessed herself. Wow. Apparently, there had been many crimes and suicides at this home, including a supposed witch who sacrificed her child to the devil. Uh, 19, about 10 years after they moved in, they sold the house and left for Georgia. Uh, and supposedly, the spirit followed them, but it was less severe than it was at the Rhode Island home. Which makes me just think that maybe it was a different spirit altogether. Hmm. A lot of this makes me kind of wonder, too. You know, like we were saying, you know, like, is it demonic? Is it chemical? I think a lot of the stuff nowadays is more chemical induced. It is, yeah. I'm not saying drugs. I'm just saying, like, the crap that's in the food. Well, there's crap in the food. There's crap in the water. Yeah. And it's allowed to be allowed nowadays. It's acceptable to to dump your waste in someone else's water. It's okay. You're all shine when you drink the mercury. I read that one this morning. I'll tell you later. Ah. Mm -hmm. There was another case in 1974. Uh, Michael and Christine Taylor. Christine was accused her husband of having an affair with the leader of their prayer group, which enraged Michael, who started acting erratic. Uh, when he started getting really mad, the priest decided to purge the man of all of his demons. Because that was what made him mad, obviously. The exorcism lasted all night, uh, and they claimed to have freed 40 demons from Michael. but that And that there were still forces that remained with him that wouldn't leave. Wow. Uh, what, got, what really got me out of the story, though... After the exorcism, Michael went home, murdered his wife and dog, and then started roaming the streets soaked in blood. He murdered the dog? He murdered the dog. And it was a poodle. (laughs) He murdered... Oh, poor dog. No, not the fluffy poodle. No. Well, didn't that happen, like, last year? Like, the guy, like, kind of snapped and they found him eating another guy's face? I never heard that story. Okay. Here, you continue Continue reading. Tell me some more stories. <laughs> Tell me some okay. more possessions. A girl in 1906, a girl in South Africa started speaking and understanding languages she never knew before. So, uh, something that we've found quite, you know, common among all of these. Uh-huh. Uh, and she became sort of a soothsayer who knew things about people before, that she had never met. Witnesses said she had superhuman strength and could levitate. Described her voice as twisting into the tone of a veritable herd of wild beasts orchestrated by Satan. Hmm. Uh, the girl later confessed that she had made a pact with Satan and handed her body over to him. An exorcism was performed that lasted two days, after which the evil left. Hmm. And it looks like there's one... Excuse me. One last story. Because I have one, too, that's happened like two, three, oh, three years ago now. Oh, you tell your story here, then. Okay, I've got this one. Um, it says, uh, real-life demon possession is being reported in Indiana. The details are almost too horrifying to believe. A terrified mother... Uh, claims she watched in horror as her demon-possessed nine-year-old son, which I think some of this also is, um, uh, was in 
used it some of the horror flicks too. Yeah. Uh, she said that her possessed nine-year-old son walked backwards up a wall in a ceiling. Her claims would easily be dismissed if a child service caseworker and wouldn't reportedly there to witness it all. Of course, nobody else was there. It never happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, she also um, showed signs of being possessed, including evil smile and strangely deep voice. The mother says she also witnessed her 12-year-old daughter levitating. This is Gary, Indiana. Oh, wow. Um, oh, and now I see where you said the videos kept starting. She said Mar- in March, 2012, uh, March 2012, she claimed she rushed to check on her 12-year-old daughter after hearing her screams. She entered the room and she said she witnessed her daughter levitating above her bed unconscious. Wow. Um, the torment reportedly continued and the family wasn't in possession in a position financially to flee the home so the family contracted churches for help but they received little relief uh the fam uh the family were told that their house was haunted by more than 200 demons mm-hmm. now what was was the home exercised mm, not sure it doesn't say okay so it's a possibility that's still possessed it could be. With that, and even if you bless the home, that's no guarantee that it'll help. Right, and with that much in there, that kind of wonder wonders if there was a, a vortex or portal. Exactly. Something opened something up that you shouldn't have. Not necessarily her, but you don't know what happened on the land before. Yeah, because I know I've I've heard of other other stuff like that where the it's the something that happened hundred years ago on the land and it still goes on like some of the hauntings and some of the other stuff. Mm -hmm. But we were talking about how like the chemicals and stuff seems to like happen now. Cause you know, you have the, cause we read there's two different possessions. You have ghost possession and you have demonic possession. Yes. And, uh, we were talking about how like kind of with the chemical stuff that kind of went into the, um, what was it, the chemtrails that we were kind of, like, talking about all that? I know you have a a, a report on that one, on the chemtrails. How yeah, they, how this they... is... I can't believe you found this. I can't believe it exists either. Hey, that's what happens when you don't have coffee and you jump in a deep rabbit hole. Because I know <laughs> it, I went from chemtrails to Illuminati to... Oh, so much stuff that it, it's on the docket for a later date because I, the, yeah, we could be here for a couple hours just talking about the Illuminati. Yeah. This, it doesn't say what this group's name is called. Only that they believe chemtrails are demons in the sky. Mm-hmm. Not just the idea of chemtrails are evil. No, they are actually demons in the sky, and the only way to get rid of chemtrails is to pray for is to constantly pray that they'll go away. Pray and sing, and the skies will clear, and it will go away. Well, yes. And my thing, on, well, because you said that the uh, what was it? The it's not an actual plane; it's a like, uh, or what was it? Uh, projection of a plane. And I said, yeah, it it's it's not actually it's not actually a plane up there. It's a projection of a plane. It's a hologram. That's what and it was. 
yeah, it, it's making you believe that it's a plane up there and it's a conspiracy because there's demons up there. And the reason there are long trails versus really short trails, those short trails happened because we prayed long and hard and they went away. See, that's what I find hilarious because, okay, so if with the one, if the chemtrails or the government controlling us, but they say it's demons. So is the demons working for the government, which would make sense because you've got the, what, what did I say? You have the lizard pumpkin men right now. So then the, that means the demons who are working for him, for them, they're peeing on us. So that would make sense. So don't drink it. You'll be possessed and then you'll be okay. Well, not really. You'll just make another horror flick. Oh, yeah. Well, according to them, the – and I can – hey, they and they do seem – I mean, they attempt to pull – you know, get back up for all of their ideas, which, you know, if, if you're going to come up with a conspiracy, at least as long as you got backup, you know, you have the references to show that, yes, this could be possible, but – they pull completely random lines from the Bible to support it. But anybody could say anything and make it twist anything and just make it say oh, yeah. what they want it to say. But their very line that they use is Satan is the prince of the power of the air. So according to them, by looking at this very line, that means that normal passenger jets are just Satan in disguise. But then I well I'm confused on that because I always thought Satan was in hell. So is he among us or are we in hell? Is this actual hell going on? You know. Well, it's hard to say too because if you go further into their uh, website, mm-hmm. which we're gonna have to do like an entire episode on this. This kind this website kind of scares me. <laughs> yeah, and of course now I can't find it. I had it before and I can't find it now. Well, it's like. But it came up with it said that Lucifer was the god of astronauts. Oh yeah, the um, astronauts are all Masons, and Masons are all working for Satan or something like exactly. that. Exactly. But then I said, you know, it's kind of funny because, you know, way back when, you know, the the Freemasons, the Illuminati, and I forget a couple other ones, you know, they were treated the way ISIS has been treating now, kind of. You know, they're all terrorists, they're all this, but. Uh, it's like whoever wins the war can write the history books. You can pretty much say whatever you want, you know? Yeah. 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 I think we're on to something deep and I think we keep jumping into like really bad holes because it's some really messed up stuff, which I'm sure all this yeah. stuff has been yeah. here before, but with being on the web, everybody can get it. But yeah, you know, you get a small little pocket that believes, believes that those are probably the ones that won't fly. But yeah, the the, oh, yeah. the demons are peeing on you. That's hilarious. Well, the planes are what are they flying in? Uh huh. But <laughs> I can't wrap my head around that. That's hilarious. Wow. Because I know, like, there was another one we were talking about how the you know they're saying that they were saying that um, the devil must be busier than ever in the new millennium. Kind of makes you wonder. Exactly. Well, we were saying that before. It's- with so with so many more ruins in the United States, mm-hmm. yeah, I, you know it's hard. It's hard to figure 
you know, his and Mr. Z's are left session noted. Gotta love it when a Skype freezes on you, huh, Bart? Uh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, we were talking about how it seems like it's more and more prevalent nowadays than it was then. Yeah, it definitely is hard to say, you know, well, what is the cause of that, really? Like, because... Go ahead. Well, no, I was going to say, yeah, because there's, like, stuff that's, like, banned in, around the world, but not here. You know, like, the whole, like, what, Red 17 and Blue Tier or whatever it is. Yeah, there's and there's a lot of things that, you know, the different additives that people are allergic to. Mm-hmm. That's in everything. Yeah, it, it makes you wonder, you know, with the... It seems like the mental illnesses, everything is growing... Now, is that due to chemicals? Is that due to possession? Or is it just a combination of everything? Yeah. Well, that and why why is some people more prevalent to getting possessed and others aren't? I've always wanted to know about that. I couldn't find anything. It's just, it's a shot in a pan, basically. Some people get, some people will get possessed and others won't. It's, it's, that is something weird to think about. Why, why that would be the case. Mm-hmm. And the people who aren't, well, you know, there's something about them. See, it's not even necessarily like if you do like the religious part of it, it's not necessarily that it's the people that are super religious and the people that are kind of or not religious. It's it doesn't it doesn't really seem to like matter in a way because even the ones that are super religious are still getting possessed. Yeah. Because, like, I don't like the whole, like, cleansing and, and things like that. Because, I mean, like, I, I like sage. I, li- I like the smell of it. Because, you know, nowadays you can cl- you, you have all that ability to cleanse. And I, we're, there's, there, it's more available, too. Mm-hmm. Which, like we were saying before, it's the, you know, the whole ability with having the internet to look all that stuff up and, and learn and, and, and be able to do it yourself. Well, and, like, before, like... It's like okay, you gotta go to you gotta go to the church, and you gotta find a church that allows exorcisms, and then you gotta find you know you know find someone who's willing to do one or be trained because it seemed like a lot of them you have to be trained to be able to do it, let alone do it properly. Exactly, and now it's like um, I was laughing a couple weeks ago because I was watching the show Crazy Head, mm-hmm. and the first episode is well, my friend is possessed. We need to save him. Well, how do you save him? By going to Google. Which actually they literally found that exorcism spell on on Google. But you know what's funny? That's kind of how a lot of it is anymore. Is you could go, but you know you have to do a lot of digging and things to find it. Precisely, yes. Which is still really interesting to be able to like this day and age. You know, it's like we're getting stupider and stupider. We're getting kind of crazier and crazier. But we have more tools now to be able to do different things. Yeah. I just can't get over that, that that's, that's, uh, demons peeing on you. Would explain a lot. It would. Mm -hmm. Didn't you have one where she was possessed by Satan and a duck? Yes, and I don't remember where that was. She was possessed by, what was it, like 200-some demon? Like, yeah, she was possessed by like two hundred and something, and then she was the she was possessed by Satan and, and a duck. 
and I had made the comment that it was Satan's duck because I had actually went live yesterday. I don't know if you saw my video. Uh, you know, we talk about the chemtrails and all this stuff, but you know, it's like the it kind of falls into the line of like climate change because people don't really, really don't want to believe in it. You know, when you're Mr. Pumpkinhead, you don't want to believe in, in climate change. But if you look at it, I mean, it's a middle of February with 60 some degrees. I was walking. I We went hiking yesterday. I had to take my hoodie off because I was getting warm. You know, it was wet and mushy. The ground was, but we you should not be walking in 60 some degree weather. It was 68. 68 degrees yesterday we were hiking because my friend lives in Arizona and he was at 64. So that's that's not that's not good. I don't think Ohio in February shouldn't be warmer than Arizona. Exactly. Exactly. So to me, yeah, that's climate change. I I seriously I think we are actually heading for uh, an ice age. You know, all we did is just speed it up. I know we had a couple hundred years ago, but I think we're I think we're heading for another ice age. So you can't say climate change I, does it exist. I think I think it does. No. I did find the story. Um, in a Wisconsin woman in 1997, so not that long ago, mm-hmm. uh, sued her psychiatrist after he diagnosed her as diabolically possessed, having 126 personalities, including the Bride of Satan and a duck. The experience left her suicidal. Yeah. Well, I've seen that too, where the psychiatrists are like exercising people nowadays. Well, and that's like, and it's almost like, oh, may is that just like, you know, the last option? It was like we don't know what to do, so this is all we have left. Well, it's stuff that like even back, you know, how many hundred years ago, uh, the Native American shamans they would uh, what they call purify. They would purify the people. That kind of goes into the line of like skinwalkers too, because that's what they say. A lot of that is too. It's it's possession. It's demon possession. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. But yeah, it seems like you know reading some of this stuff, it just seems like it's ramping up higher, like more and more and more. But like what we were saying, is that due to the ability to get news out faster, or is it is it always been there? Or is it actually ramping up? It's something you really can't tell unless you really sit and watch. And even that, all you can really watch is what's coming out. Right. I think we're heading for, like, a spiritual awakening type thing. Like a new chapter in humans' timeline or whatever you want to call it. Because I had this one, because you know I do art, but I had this one. I, I, I see this. You got the sheep. Got a, I, th- this is my picture. I, I wish I could draw. I can't draw like I used to. But I have a, sh- a picture in my head of sheep. And then you have a machine. And the sheep are being fed through the machine. They're coming out as um, guinea pigs. And they're fighting amongst themselves. Or huh. hamsters. Yeah. Hamsters. Because they fight and eat each other. Kind of makes sense if you think on it. You know, the whole like mind control. And people are, you know, being told to do with, you know, the higher ups. They can basically have people think and do what they want. They're sheep. They they don't know any better. So now they're becoming hamsters. They're going to fight and eat each other, which huh. they are. Yeah. Wow, well, we went kind of deep from 
demonic possession. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it but I mean if you think on it like we we keep saying this, you know, how everything kind of goes together, goes you know, it all kind of it's a circle. Everything is connected. It's it's kind of messed up. It's really really messed up really and you think. I mean, some of those some of those uh, stories I found were like, yeah, it's kind of messed up. Alrighty, I need some food. It's getting yeah. I need some breakfast. Yeah, and I know you have some stuff to do. Yep, and we want to look more into some of this. Oh, that was the other thing I forgot to tell. Did you know Mother Teresa's link to um, exorcism and demonic possessions? Yeah, that surprised me because I did not know she had anything to do with exorcism. See, I didn't either. I almost forgot about that. I didn't even know that either because I thought that, you know, because I knew she dealt with, like, the homeless, the poor. But but if you also think on it, that kind of goes together, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Alrighty. All I right. will. Well, let's see. If you guys have any any stories, we'll go ahead and wrap up. If you guys have any stories of your own, if you ever, you know, anyone being possessed and done some crazy things, or you have a topic that you want us to jump down the rabbit hole with, you can email us at tftdpodcast.com or gmail.com. Gmail.com. Yes. Let us know. Um, we'll be interested in hearing your stories. Uh, if you, you know, we're doing good, let us know. Rate us. Give us messages. Let us know. Um, we're also part of uh, TangentBoundNetwork.com and WeBeGeeksPC.com. Uh, you can find us on uh, Twitter and Facebook. And you can get a hold of us there as well. Yep. Yep. We look forward to hearing from you guys. You know, number Lucky 13 and ooh, Demonic Possessions. <laughs> so I will see you later, Bart. I will see you later. See you later, guys. Stay safe. Until next time. Bye. Bye, guys.